everyone, and welcome to the Galactic Podcast. I am Lauren Romo. With me, as always, is my cousin and fellow nerd, Andrea Gutierrez. What up? Bright Suns. Dark Society. <laughs> What's going That's on? That's what I guys? said last time. It is. It is what you said last time. <laughs> it was quite funny. I think I'm going to keep it. I like it. Let's go. Let's keep it. Yep. We'll keep it going. We'll keep it going. What's going on? Chilling, you know. Got a lot going on, you know, in my life, in, in the Star Wars life, in the in the life life. The BTS life. The BTS life, the NCT life. It's this new life I just got placed into. I don't even know. NCT Dream. They're great. You're all over the place. <laughs> all over the place. Please, May, get here soon so I can talk about Dave Matthews Band. Yeah, we got Dave too. We got Dave. We got a lot. We got a lot going on, kids. So this is a very, I guess, special recording because usually we record once a week. But obviously, if you're a Star Wars fan, you know Celebration just wrapped up literally today as we're recording. And my oh my, there is some spicy stuff to talk about. So that's what we're gonna do, man. This is gonna be a news, news, news. Nothing but news show today which i love we haven't done one of these in a while i was just about to say that and i love uh legitimate news as well too yes this is straight from the horse's mouth yeah i mean straight from the mothership starwars.com the mothership it's all legit now kids this isn't just your you know friendly neighborhood scooper or you know the the legit you know hollywood reporter variety this is from Lucasfilm. This is from StarWars.com. This is what was said at Star Wars Celebration. So that's what we're going to talk about today. So before we get into all the juicy, juicy news, this is your first time listening to us. Welcome. We are Star Wars Podcast. to discuss anything and everything within that galaxy far, far away. In each episode, we will dive into one or two topics and have a general discussion on them. Topics could be movies, TV series, books, comics, a specific character, you name it. And we talk about it. All right, Ange. Celebration has come and gone. It was in London. It was Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Friday kicked off with, I think, just spicy, spicy news. <laughs> we finally got confirmation. We had three new Star Wars movies coming out. Yeah. This is big. This is big, kids. This is huge. With directors. With directors, with even character. We'll oh talk my. about that in a minute. We'll talk about that in a minute. <laughs> one of the first ones that was uh, announced, so there's three. The first one, well, one of the first ones was James Mangold, who directed one of my absolute favorite Marvel movies, even though it's not MCU, Logan. Freaking love that movie. He is going back to the Dawn of the Jedi. Dawn of the Jedi. And according to what they are saying, he or he has said that this is he's getting inspiration from like the Ten Commandment, Ten Commandments, Ben Hur. Like we are going like deep mythology, deep like the beginning of everything, the beginning of Jedi, the beginning of, you know, how people were connecting to the Force. Like, it's going to be, I think, amazing. 
So, Ange, let's just start there. The Dawn of the Jedi. What does that, when you hear that, what what comes to your mind? Like, talk to me. What do you got? I don't know what that means. <laughs> it's a lot. I mean, the pinpoint of when it all started, when the Force was created, generated, who even knows what that means? Or I found, whoever found, found it or it? figured it out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I heard that the symbol that they shown on the timeline is the symbol of the Prime Jedi. Yes, that was the thing that we, it was the symbol that we see in Last Jedi. Right, correct. 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 Very so it's going to be Yang, very all that, yeah. Yeah, so we're going to have the Optimus Prime Jedi. It's going to be very cool. You I can't know. wait. <laughs> I think it's gonna be sweet. So I mean, wh- when you hear that, I mean, dawn, dawn of the Jedi. Like, what do you have? I mean, again, speculation. You know, this is where we can have fun with it. I don't know. I where mean, do you go. Yeah, where do you go with it? To be honest, I don't know because I'm not familiar even with old Republic. Like, I'm not Knights of the Old Republic person. I just haven't even dabbled in storylines or anything. Me neither. Like you that. and I have talked about that, right? So I don't really even have any anticipation of what could happen before that. I have no idea. I don't know. I imagine a lot of beards and, um, you know, I don't know. R- floating rocks, moving rocks. It's it's all. <laughs> and you know what? It doesn't take much to please me. So I'm good with that. But I am excited that we've they've decided that we're going to do a starting point instead of getting to the you know going into the old republic like everybody wants and you still have story prior to that so let's let's just tell that story and get it over with and move forward from there or go to the in-between after that so i'm excited i mean could be anything right could be like the bendu could be mortis could be the the son and the daughter like where did that all start i mean i'm hoping fingers crossed that's what it is because i would like to think they were somewhat of the creators or the ones assigned to the beginning of the Force. I like that. I like that. The Mortis stuff is so big in Clone Wars. Like, it would be a miss for and me. And Rebels. I mean, really, yeah, they show the back Bendu. up in Rebels. Yeah. It would be a missed opportunity not to somehow connect that, right? I mean, it's even something George. Like, that's Clone Wars. That's George. Right. That's something he thought about. I'm t- I mean, my my whole idea when I hear this is, yeah, I, it's going to be like, again, not, I don't think you'll get a lot of lightsabers. Honestly, I think this is, I think, going to be even before all that. It's going to be, maybe think of like Churret. I think that's the character from Rogue One where it was more of a like um, a monk, I guess, it could, you know, maybe like those, like very kind of, you know, non-violent, but able to, again, not that sure it, you know, cheer just, you know, understood the force and, you know, all that. But like, can you imagine people fighting without no blades? Like think of, this is where I go to, in Obi-Wan when Vader was fighting Reva. Just hands. Like, I know that sounds stupid, but like using the force, like kind of, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon type of like stuff. I, I mean, I don't want to jump ahead. Wild, yeah. Oh, but I, I heard right. that some of the acolyte, acolyte um footage yep. looked like that. Yeah. So 
Yeah, we'll talk about it for sure. But I mean, do, do you where I mean for like the to be at the beginning? I, I I mean, I'll throw this at you. The idea of maybe this is where we see like, you know, these two whoever you know whoever finds or you know learns about the force. And then maybe they, and it's two people, maybe one, this is where like the split of the Sith and the Jedi begin or like, like, do you go there with it at all? Or like, I could go there with it. I mean, I kind of almost, I mean, <laughs> I don't want to like right? really speculate, but I know it's hard I mean, where my, but where my it, mind though. immediately goes is to like the crimes of Grindelwald where, you know, you learn that Dumbledore and Grindelwald were in love. And then that is what caused the well, not that's not what caused the split, but the the split was affected. And I think of like something like that, like because what's one thing that can tear people apart is love or the lack thereof. So, um, it could be something like that. You don't know. I mean, so intriguing what we could see. Could go dyad. Could go. Could go dyad. Oh my like, god! I, like how would that? Like can you imagine <laughs> dyad? Like a Jedi, like a, you know, like a, a, a light sider and a dark sider being that connected. I mean, bro, bro. give it to me. <laughs> <laughs> give that to me right now. I love that deep lore stuff. Like, is that where you kind of think? I mean, that's where you go, though. Deep lore, deep force, deep cosmic stuff. I mean, that's kind of where I think of it. But I mean, it could be wrong. What do you yeah, think? Yeah, I kind of I kind of think that way i i think simple though too you know just simple um so who knows i mean i applaud them for choosing that part of the timeline i just think it was a great idea yeah none of us have ever said that no one's ever said like let's go to the beginning no one and you and i've talked about with ryan johnson like if anybody could do like something like that it could be him you know, so I mean, but I love this. I love this whole idea. I love this whole idea. Uh, any last thoughts before we move to the next movie announcement? No. Um, that director, he also is doing Indiana Jones, or am I wrong? Yes. No, you are correct. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So um, I know he has like a history with Lucasfilm, um, and it's been rumored a couple times that he was going to be involved in a Star Wars project. So it's he nice. He was supposed to do Boba. A ah, movie, man. I think. Ah, way back when, I think, if I'm not mistaken, he was the rumored guy attached to that. So exciting that he's um got an official announcement. Whether I don't want to be cynical, but whether how official that is, uh. <laughs> I mean, no fair. I get it, I get it. But I feel like celebration, just like you and I, just like we were just talking about it, just up top. Like this is official. Like I feel more confident about it than if it was coming from somewhere else yeah i heard i think it was either force center or star wars explained saying how those those calls before about the movies were investor you know calls so it's trying to entice like a someone that's financially obligated to the company and and this time it's being told to the fans which has a little bit more loyalty to it so um, I think I yeah, it should probably these three movies are po- probably going to stick a little bit better than anything that was announced before. Yeah. Yeah. 
speaking of other movies, and I agree, I think this is announcing it at a Star Wars celebration is different than announcing it at Disney Plus Day. Whatever, right? I think this is just, like you're just saying, way more legit. Way more like, no, guys, we're serious. We're really serious. This is what we're doing. This is what you want. And you you, you, you brought up the timeline, and So there was, yeah, on this timeline thing, there was um, the Dawn, Dawn of the Jedi, Old Republic, New Republic, and then it was the Rise of the Empire, which is the original trilogy, I think. And then... And it follows that rise of the, uh, the rise of the empire. No, the fall, the rise of the Jedi, and the fall of the Jedi. Okay, I think rise. Is what it was. Okay, okay. But so we had this kind of like I kind of like how they're doing that. Like this is the eras. You know, this is what this is what we're playing with. So so old republic was out there, kids. So that means we'll get something eventually, right? We'll we'll get there. I know all you old republic fans. Are chomping at the bit, and and for good reason. Those those stories, those games, are huge. And as far as I know, this just real quick before we do move on, it's twenty five thousand years before a new hope, is my understanding. So we're going way back, kids. Like this is yeah, this is like literally the beginning of it all. It's gonna be super fascinating. Super I have a timeline for you. you okay, yeah, it? yeah. Go ahead. What do you got? So yeah. What say? So Dawn of the Jedi. Uh, the Old Republic, the High Republic, High Republic, Fall of the Jedi, Rise of the Empire, Age of Rebellion, the New Republic, Rise of the First Order, and the New Jedi Order. I love it. I love it. I love those. I love the eras. I like. I like how they have that. I'm with it. I'm with it. I'm with it. So speaking of New Repub- New Republic era. Our next movie is being directed by no other than no one other than Dave Filoni, the cowboy man, the the yep the man himself, man. And this is this movie, which there's been reports about that it's like a few years away, which is fine, whatever. Anyway, he is directing this movie, and it's going to what you and I have talked about in. I mean, we remember pretty. Kathleen Kennedy has said this many times, in in certain ways that it's this is going to be the culmination of the Mandovers, right? Mandalorian, Ahsoka, Boba Fett, Skeleton Crew. It's all being tied into this movie, this event. And I think, and when we talk about Ahsoka, I think there's big connections there, which we'll talk about, but. Dave Filoni directing a live action. It's about time. I mean, I could not be happier. I'm so excited to see what he does on the big, big screen, right? A full movie. This isn't just a show. This is movies, man. You know, this is what George did, right? This is what George did. George filmed movies. This is what he's going to do now. It's it's so cool. So, Andrea, your thoughts on Dave Filoni, the era? I think, again, speculation will tie it in with Ahsoka, too, but, like, your thoughts on him doing a live action and that it's in this era. It kind of makes sense for me. What do you got? 
Yeah, I like that that they're using TV to like cultivate like this um environment and then it's going to go into any an event. Something that Star Wars has never done before um but can do now because of Disney Plus and them being forced to have to not make movies anymore not because, you know, not that they made any wrong decisions with any movies. I'm not going to go there, but I'm just saying that. <laughs> um, but I watched one of the um, interviews with Kathleen Kennedy, and she talked about that. Like, these movies have to be, like, grown. They have to – there's a lot to tell, and you can't necessarily squeeze it into, like, a two-hour, three-hour um, event. You know, there's stuff that builds up to it. Um, there's stuff that has to get fleshed out, so – I'm excited that we're going to see a buildup and then a finale, I'm guessing, or or something that just kind of, um, I don't know, just like the climax to like this, this event, whatever that is, who even knows what that is, because we know what happens next. That's the other thing that's like really weird. Like we know what happens. So um, I'm happy that it's going to be Dave Filoni doing it. I tad bit nervous right he only has experience in animation and in tv shows and not even an entire show um just single episodes so um part of me is wondering is he capable of um directing a film now there's a lot that goes into directing film right there's editing there's cinematography there's all that stuff but I do get a tiny bit nervous that he might not be up to par on giving us a cinematic blockbuster. I doubt it. I doubt it. But I'm just going to throw that out there. Reservations. No, that. Pause. No, I get that. And, and I can't remember if Favreau is going to be like a part of this, too. I, I think he is. I think, you know, Filoni's mm-hmm. directing, but Favreau is going to be probably like producer and all that you know what i'm saying yeah you know he's going to lean on favreau because favreau has done it yeah and we know from like interviews he spoke to ryan johnson a lot Mm -hmm. and i'm telling you if he like talks to ryan johnson too like i think he has really good people to like talk to about doing a big movie favreau he's done it Johnson, he's done it. His old mentor, George freaking George. Lucas. Right? You so know, like, I was Yeah, what do you got? I was watching another, you know, interview from Celebration when him and um when Filoni and Favreau were on stage together. Oh, and, that was so good, by the way. And oh. Filoni got emotional because yeah, he knows he that if he, he wasn't in that seat, that he literally would be on the other side in the audience watching what is being developed over Star Wars because he is a true fan. And it's it's very um, humbling to know that someone that is that emotionally connected to the franchise is he- helming the franchise, you know, and then you heard it a lot from uh, other interviews and other cast members that whenever you're on set, everyone is excited that they're doing Star Wars and it's important to them. And to me, that um, is part of like why we're fans is because we also feel like this commitment to it as well, too. And to know that that's being reciprocated by the creators is just outstanding. 
No, I agree. I, I think that shows how much it means. Like, it's not just, oh, this is my job. Like, no, this, this is personal. It means something to Filoni. He know he understands. He gets it. He's a fan, not you know, like in that same interview, he was talking about like how excited he see he is to see what Acolyte is, to see this and that. Like he like he's not just you know there to do a paycheck or like no, dude. He loves telling these stories. He loves telling these stories. He wants to tell stories. You know? It makes me mad, like when people like crap on Star Wars too. Like to I know, think that I there's know. not like any kind of commitment to what they're doing. You know, <sighs> some people. It, just it's annoying. I know. I know. But, I agree. I agree. But I will stick to just because they, you have great ideas and you're passionate about something, doesn't necessarily mean that your art can translate in specific ways. Fair. So that's Fair. all I'm going to throw out there. But you know, I fully like agree he needs to direct a star wars film it needs to be done yeah no i agree i agree i'm excited i honestly my my again my fun speculation is that this is like you touched on it and we're going to touch on it more when we get to ahsoka in a minute but like this is going to be the heir of the empire type of thing where it's thrown Ron's the dude. He's the guy they have to go after. Because I think this is what what they're setting up in this whole Manoverse is that obviously the there is remnants still. We know that, right? But this is, I think, before the somehow Palpatine returns, this is what they dealt with. And that's why when Poe said it, it people were like, how? I thought we took care of this. I thought we took care of the, you know, the pieces of that. I think this is it. I think this is what we're, this is what that movie, in my opinion, is going to be about. It's a new republic taking care of what they think is is the, is the remnants of the empire. And I think, and, you know, we know in Bloodline that they weren't afraid. Because I think... They thought they already took care of it years before that. I mean, do you see that? What do you like? How do you go? What's your fun speculation on it? Yeah, I I definitely think it's going to be very heir to the empire esque. So, um, that is a trilogy series written by Timothy Zahn that happened in between the time where there were no movies, and that's the yeah. only Star Wars people had access to. Um. And, you know, with the, the acquisition of Disney and the creation of what became Legends and what is now Star Wars canon, those three books kind of got not tossed to the side, but they, they're not a part of canonological? Official <laughs> canon? or Right. Yeah. But it's a staple of a Star Wars fan and people like Dave Filoni and Leslie Head Headland want to give, like want to honor that that time where there were only novels to keep star wars fans going that and that got talked about a lot yeah a lot so um they're gonna be pulling from those stories because they were very influential on people that are creating star wars content right now so it it's gonna happen 
um, which I think is like a great way to do it, you know, um, because no story is perfect. Everything has its opportunities. I mean, take a little bit from what you like and and make it your own. But that, I'm, yeah, it happens. And I mean, maybe heir to the empire doesn't have Luke in it. Maybe Ahsoka is the you Jedi in it. Clone. I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> and you, you talk to anybody there. Like, like you're saying, there are parts of the EU that are good. Yeah. There are parts of it that are just straight bananas crazy and it's not going to work. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know if it was because the era and when it was written in, that was just kind of, I don't know, cheesy. The thing. Yeah. 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 But I, I, it's, I can't wait to see how this is going to come to life and maybe it won't even at all, but to drop air to the empire air, heir of the empire in a trailer and show thrawn it's coming <laughs> and whether it's coming in ahsoka or it's going to be um what this this movie is about and this this story ending this this era about or um pushing this era forward it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be crazy it really is i mean talk about you talk about it all the time like hey i watched mandalorian and i saw ahsoka oh you want to know more about ahsoka watch clone wars here we're gonna watch ahsoka and we're gonna see thrawn and we're gonna get this part of the story and you're gonna say hey you you want to know where that came from read this like it's it's fascinating right. how that's gonna happen yeah yeah and we said it before rebels now is must watch star wars content must watch must watch like this is sorry kids if you don't watch it you are gonna be out of the loop and it's not that you're gonna be out of the loop you're missing out on e extremely yeah. great storytelling and characters like you have no idea how how they affect the future of star wars i it's love crazy. it it's crazy I love it. yeah it's so good <laughs> Like rebels is must watch. Like I just can't I know. say that enough. You and I cannot express that enough. It's must watch TV. Must watch TV. Like you have to. It's you're just gonna miss it. Just like you said, Ange. You're just gonna miss the the deeper understanding of like, oh, Thrawn, who is he? Oh, okay. This is what he did in Rebels. Or read that book. This is who he is. Like there's just gonna be, it's it's so much it's so much yeah I I'm excited to see what Filoni does and I'm excited that this is the era and I know a lot of people are like well I think this you know this is this is gonna help out the sequel trilogy I don't want to hear any of that okay they're they're gonna explain it more they're no I think this is just a story they're telling will it help yeah maybe I mean it's kind of like what Clone Wars did for Revenge of the Sith you know it connected it deeper right. Yeah, between it gave you more context. Clone. Yes, this and this. I think this is what that's going to do more context. And I think Dave is the right person to do that gap between Return of the Jedi and The Force Awakens. He's the guy that can do it. Like when people say, "Like I don't understand how Palpatine returned." Like, did you not watch any of the movies? <laughs> I know, I know. Or even like. Reading some of the novels gets gets you there, right? Bloodline, 
The Rise of Skywalker novelization. Lane Battlefront 2 is Plank, yeah. almost necessary now. <laughs> I'm, I mean, let's be real about it. Project Cinder, I know. So, like... <laughs> I mean, it's all there. All the information is there. Yep. Yep. Again, this, there's a lot of stuff that people can watch, play, whatever, and get a deeper understanding. Again, is it... You just will have a deeper understanding. I think that's, yeah. I think that's the best way to say it, Ange, is that you'll have a deeper understanding. And I will say this from my own experience. It is overwhelming. When I f- when we first started podcasting, oh, yeah. what, what did I know? Just the movies, right? Just the movies. Very embarrassing. <laughs> I mean, I broke your mind when I said there's time traveling in Star Wars. I was like, what? Speaking of time traveling, that we'll trailer. Get there in a minute. We'll get there in a minute. <laughs> I know, kids, we're dancing around, but we'll get there. But there, there are there are ways to do it, and I think um, Star Wars Rebels is your jumping off point. If you are just a movie watcher and a Disney Plus watcher, I think Rebels is a jumping off point for for people. I like that. Would you? Quick side question: Would you say that it's a better jumping off point than Clone Wars? Yes, because it's a That's very still, linear. Right? Yeah. It's a linear yeah. story. Um, and I'm not even like saying like, oh, Clone Wars is out of right, order. Right, right, it's right. just like a bunch of different pockets of stories. And it's but a it's little... in between Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith, right? Yeah. Like it's a little bit smaller pocket. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. And it and it's about a smaller group of of people or beings. It's not like this I mean, there's a lot of cast in Clone Wars. A lot. Yeah. A lot lot going on. A lot going on. I think Clone Wars um, you know the, the other day I tried to just watch Mandalorian arcs in Clone Wars impossible because because once you get to the lawless or a little bit before that you need to know how Maul got there and you need to know what happened with Maul so it's like kind of hard you can't like pick pieces of like what you want to watch in Clone Wars you get to the point to where you're at season 4 and you have to just keep watching it straight through yeah. but there's really important stuff that happens in season 1 and season 2 it's nuts I, yeah, I, first of all, well, well, that's another conversation. But no, I agree. No, I agree. Because I mean, what would be nice, I guess, was where I was, what I was, what I was going to say, and I don't want to go on a too big of a tangent, but like, Disney Plus needs to put that stuff in order. It is on order. Chronological. Yeah, there's a well, at least the way mine's catered to me, there is a category that says Star Wars in timeline order, and it it goes in order. It has Clone well, Wars there- where it's supposed to be. I'm Solo saying the episodes. Oh, the episodes. Yeah, that that needs to be in order. Let's just come on, kids. Just put it mm. in chronological order. But to me, the first episode in Clone Wars, the Yoda with with the clone troopers, that is like your that is your best first episode. I, mean, I think it's fair. I mean, it's better it's than the cat and mouse one with what's his name. No, I get it. I mean, that was the whole. Yeah, no, I get you. I get you. But I just, irregardless, yeah, Rebels is a big jumping off point. And I think it's, and it's going to be a big influence because, again, that's one of Dave Filoni's pieces that he was tied to. Because you're going to watch Rebels and then you're going to get Ahsoka in there and then you're going to get Ahsoka and Darth Vader and then you're, and you're going to be like, what? And then you're going to need to know who Ahsoka is. So then you can, venture back to clone wars i think 
you know, because watching Twilight of the Apprentice is impactful, even if you don't know who Ahsoka is. I proved that this Easter with my family. <laughs> it is. It's, it is impactful, man. It really is. Yeah, it's it's must-watch TV. And speaking of Ahsoka, we got a trailer. <laughs> it's the most fire trailer from Star Wars in a very long time. In my opinion, I usually don't rewatch trailers. I keep watching this trailer. It's that good. Yeah. It's that good, kids. I mean, yeah. I don't even like it's just if you watch Rebels, you were just doing the Leonardo DiCaprio pointing gif the entire time. The whole time. Like nonstop. My mom was like, Ezra, I didn't even see Ezra. I was like, there he is. He's a hologram. Like it was so good. I mean, it, let's just start there, and then we'll we'll dive into like the there's some you know stuff that they talked about in the a panel itself. But Ange, I mean, I remember you were going to Chicago. I texted you the trailer. What was your thoughts when you watched it? Oh my god! You know, I watched it, and I was getting ready to travel, so I was like, I gotta go. <laughs> And I like text texted it to my mom real quick, and you know, then I was like, "We're leaving," and I left. And when we finally got to the hotel, I was like, "I'm gonna watch this again," and I watched it over and over again. And I was like, "Holy crap, this is wild! Who are those people? What are those lightsabers? Is that Harrison Dula? That is that Genevieve O'Reilly? My God!" so much <laughs> and then i kept going who are those people who is that guy are they the, the orange blades are they in the world between worlds what is that background Ooh, yeah i come this, on there's trailers I, I we'll talk about it because i mean first again if you if you watch rebels you saw sabine you saw chopper you saw hera you saw the hologram of Ezra. Like, it was just like, oh, my God. You saw Morgan Elsbeth. Morgan Elsbeth. Like. What? Can't wait. You saw the back of a man's head with ears that looked like Lars Mikkelsen. And you're like, I'm pretty sure that's Thrawn. And it was Thrawn. <laughs> it was Thrawn. There was a great. Brian Ward, who's on Twitter. I saw that. First of all, he does amazing graphics. He's a super talented guy. Go check his stuff out. I think he has a YouTube channel now. Go check him out. He's, again, genius, like, designer, whatever. And he did this whole thing on Twitter where he literally took the ears, like, face of, Mar of Lars Mikkelsen and, like, Composited it onto the back of the head. It was and so good. Confirmed it was Lars. <laughs> and it was amazing. And I was so excited that they announced that in the panel. That yeah. The blue man is the guy you heard in Rebels, man. And I cannot wait to see what he does in live action. Cannot wait. His voice. If you know, you know. If you if you watch Rebels, you know his voice. It's so um, it's so iconic. 
I mean, that's what uh, Mark Thompson does in the Thrawn books. Yeah. He tries to sound like Lars. What's interesting, so if you listen to the Air to the Air to the Empire trilogy, those ones in Dark Forces, that's not how because Mark Thompson does them, but he does not do the Thrawn voice like he does eventually in the other trilogies. It's so interesting. Because when Lars Mikkelsen did it, it was like iconic. Like, yes, that's what he sounds like. It's it's almost too perfect. Like that's how he's gonna sound. Like I uh, and I've been watching Rebels recently. I literally just went to episode season three because I knew it was it, you know that's when Thrawn shows up, and I just wanted to hear Lars Mikkelsen, just you know, Harrison Dula, and just as like I love it so much. His voice is so iconic. So like, it was perfect. I'm so happy he's going to be live action now they did show like an extension of the trailer at um celebration uh if you guys really want a uh, shout out to joseph and ken force hunter they have some really good episodes on their podcast obviously if you don't know who they are if you don't know if you don't know who they are i don't know why you're even listening to us go listen to them i mean let's just be real about it they're really really good they were in London. They had some really fun recaps of the showcase. So, you know, Acolytes, which we'll talk about, and all this other stuff, the Skeleton Crew. And they, they had a whole, they did the whole Ahsoka panel. Really good, fun, like, insight by them, for sure. So go listen. Like, it, it's good stuff. Like, they were there. They get, You know, you can get the energy. But they were talking about, and if you follow on Twitter, too, people were talking about what was, what was seen. It's basically an extension a little bit of the trailer, not too much, but, like, one of the big things is that you did see his face. You saw Thrawn, and it was Lars. And at the very end of the panel, they brought him out. To the biggest, then there's a clip on, I think, Star Wars, uh, at least Star Wars Twitter. It might be even on the YouTube. I'm not sure. But, like, him just coming out and just standing ovation. Yeah. And he was overwhelmed. And I don't know if you saw his interview with um, Ray Stevenson, who plays Balin something. Yeah. He's one of the orange-wielding dude people. <laughs> I Not can't Sith, wait. Not Sith, Inquisitor, not anything. You, and if you listen to Dave Filoni, he's, he said in a in a interview, too, like he's he's been kind of saying that, like, they might appear bad, but maybe they're not. That's why I got, oh, I can't wait. Right. I can't wait to see what they do. But Lars, but Lars Mikkelsen came out and he was, and he was emotional too. He's like, "This is like, what you know, the reception I've been getting you from you guys. This is just, it's overwhelming. It's, it's insane." And that's how much you know it matters, not just to the fans, but even to the people that are playing these characters who just voiced them. He just voiced them in Rebels, and like to, to for him to be like, "Oh, okay," like that this means something like I didn't know I was, you know, like, I don't think he understood how popular he was in the star Wars fandom for being Thrawn and for voicing that character. Insane. Again, the, to talk about the trailer too. I mean, you mentioned the world between worlds, Andrea, is that your guess? Is that what you're going with? Are we in the world between worlds? What's, what's your thoughts? That, or it could, it could be a, a Sith temple, a Jedi temple. I mean, that 
that symmetry of like those lines and stuff like that you, you see in Jedi temples. I mean, I don't necessarily think they're in another dimension. I it, but probably. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, probably. If anybody's gonna do it, it's gonna be Filoni. I mean, the the logo for the show is is pretty much in World Between Worlds font. How could you not go there? My only thing with it is this. I love it. I love World Between Worlds. You and I talked about it a lot. The concept, the idea, how it was executed in Rebels, it was good. I think they closed that chapter in Rebels, though. I really do. I don't think Filoni will bring that back out in live action. And the only reason I say that is this, is A, I think it was a, a main part of doing that was to bring Ahsoka back, right? And then in Rebels, you know, they destroy the temple. It's gone. I just don't, I don't know. And I just don't feel like he would want, like they need to go back there for any reason. I think he just, he just closed that idea, that concept up. Like, I think you bring it in into animation like Rebels for a specific purpose, right? And it works. It worked because you had, you know, Ezra had to go there for many reasons. A, to find Ahsoka. B, to realize that, you know, he had to let Kanan do what he did, right? Right. Big lesson. Lesson. Mm -hmm. I just don't see that him going back to that. That's just my opinion. If anybody can do it, it's Dave. 100%. But I think it would just bring up more questions for the general fan. It would cause more that more of that than than anything, and I just don't think like in Back to the Future. I don't think you're, I don't think you're ready for it, but the kids are gonna love it. Like I feel like that's where it's. I don't think I don't think we're ready yet. That's just my not, opinion. It might not be world between worlds portals. It could be the cosmic force, right? I can't see close. That. You can't close off the cosmic force. You know, I mean, there's I still a lot that. of there's still a lot of open dialogue about that. I mean, even with Obi Wan and Qui Gon, you know, Yoda and Qui Gon. So yeah. there's all that as well too. So I think that I I think that deserves to be explored. I mean, I don't just dis- I don't I mean I don't disagree. I think it'd be fun to explore it. I just, I don't know. I just have reservations because, again, I think how it was used in Rebels was so good. And the purpose of it was, like, beautiful and how it, how they wrapped it up, you know, with closing it and the Loth Wolves and all. Like, I just feel like I don't, I don't want, like, there's no reason to open those doors yet. And especially in the trailer, if you really look like, it looks like there are there's a big like floodlight and then like a stand that's like projecting those blue like symbols behind it. I, I honestly think it's more of like a star map, but they could be inside a temple. I I don't disagree with you there, Edge. I think they are inside a temple of sorts. But I think what we're seeing is like a map projection of stars that maybe that nobody again is maybe world between worlds ask. You know what I'm saying? Like maps that 
aren't in that galaxy or whatever, if that makes sense. Like, like I just, that's where I think, that's where I go with it. That's where I go with it. What, I mean, would, do you really think world between worlds or would like kind of where, I don't know, man. I don't know. I just, I guess yeah, we'll see. I, I'm going to go for it. I think it's, I think it needs to be okay. done in live action with Ahsoka. I think that, I think when we see that scene in the trailer where Ahsoka is talking to S- Sabine and she says, a lo- it's been a while and a lot has changed, right? I feel like there are things that Ahsoka has seen in the world between worlds, in the cosmic force, in, in, in that realm. That's my opinion. I could be hmm. way off. That's pretty big I like speculation. That. I, like but it, I just get this feeling that like, that when she says a lot has happened or a lot has changed, like we're talking like in increments of time as well, too. So that's where I go. I like it. No, I, I could see that. You know, it's really interesting, too. I mean, that makes a lot of sense for what you're saying, because she probably has seen a lot. Because honestly, we don't know when 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 we see her and Ezra inside world between worlds and she goes back we don't know what she did that right. whole time right i mean i wonder if we even tap into that this show what was she doing that's what i think because you don't know i mean you kind of see her walk out and then she's back um where her and darth vader fought where right was but um what was that planet i can't remember um, not Dathomir. Um, no. There's too many planets in my head right now. I know. I yeah, Dona, me too. And then I want to say like Waylon. And then I'm like, God, no, I'm so far away from it. Okay. Yoda said it to him. Anyway, anyway. Yeah. Right. Like, what happened then? Right. I mean, right. a lot happened for the Rebels. And it was a moment for Ahsoka. And then she went back in. So what happened then? Yeah, how was she just hiding? Like, what was she doing? And maybe we'll never know. Maybe we won't even touch that story. I I just feel like what what the show could be about is obviously her learning that Thrawn survived and they're still trying to find Ezra. Because I feel like maybe that first go-round didn't go so well because we see Sabine with long hair. But... In the trailer stuff we saw in Anaheim, she had short hair. She had that like end of Rebels like look. And when her and Ahsoka talk in the latest trailer, Ahsoka's in her gray garb, not in her white garb. Mm-hmm. True. There's that too. True. 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 So yeah, I again fun speculation. But the big thing is that, yeah, Thrawn is confirmed. Ezra, do we even see anything beyond the hologram? No, and the actor that's playing him tweeted that he was honored to play a hologram. <laughs> and, and, I, and I noticed that, too. Yeah. It's just him choosing his words perfectly. Wise. <laughs> I think it is. I mean, I think we, we, we are going to get a live action Ezra, not I just a hologram. Think. It has to be. Because if Thrawn survived, what? Hello, Ezra. A force wheel? Like a force? No. 
he survived too. Someone on a four center, I think it was on four center. Uh, yeah, it was, uh, Ken said that every time Thrawn has lost, it's because it had to do with the force, right? So the Bendu, the Purgle, right? So now Thrawn is probably on a quest to learn and understand about the force because that is the only oh, thing yep. that can defeat him. I, when he said that, I was like, holy crap. Makes sense. Makes sense because, again, how else? Thrawn, that's the only reason he lost was because Thrawn did not know the, you know, what did he call it in Rebels when he saw the Bendu? What is this? Um, God, I just watched that episode, too. Like, what is this? Not not a demon. What did he say? I can't remember what he said. But, like, he was, that's the only reason that he got caught off guard because he doesn't, he didn't know it. And he, had, he doesn't understand it yet. Right. And Thrawn's like a very logical person. Like in the Force, it's not illogical, but it's not like, very, it's not straightforward. And I mean, they, he, it's not like he doesn't know, because they have Skywalkers in the Chiz. Yeah. So, and he, he learned that the Force abilities are somewhat like what their Skywalkers use. He learned that when he hung out with Anakin. And then right. He, so. That's a great book. Oh, yeah. It is. Thrawn books are good. They really are. So it's not, it's not like he doesn't, under, like, it's not like he's not a privy to the Force. I don't think he fully understand, understands it to, like, to his, to his, like, you know, mind. And it could be to where that's, maybe that's what he's trying to figure out. Because wow. he can't lose. I don't, I mean, I don't, if you read Heir to the Empire. <laughs> right. No, I know. Okay. I mean, Luke is, if I'm not mistaken, isn't Luke the one that defeats him? <sighs> yes and no. Well, Thrawn, is, during that time, he is trying to figure out the Force. Which I think this is what, I think that ties into right. what is going to happen here. That's a big threat, I think, is what's going to happen, right? Not necessarily, like, figure it out, but know how to protect himself from it. Right, because he has those things that protect him. I remember, yeah. I know, in those books. Yeah. So maybe that's, again, maybe that's what he's after, too. I, <laughs> it would make sense, again. It's so much, I mean. There's a reason why they said heir to the Empire Kids. It really is. Oh, hell yeah. And there's, again, like, like we, we, I said it a little bit earlier. They talked about that. Dave Filoni talked about him and his brothers always seeing those books when they were younger and like, you know, reading them. Leslie Headley, Le Leslie Headland, like you said, Ange talked about too. So like, it would make sense for them to pull some stuff from that. And I think Thrawn trying to figure out how to protect himself from the force is exactly what's going to happen. It makes sense. I, yeah, I, this show is going to be so good. It comes out in August. I'm surprised. I, Were you re surprised on the re release? I knew uh, it was coming. I didn't think, I didn't, I thought maybe September, October. Yeah. But I'll take summer. Yeah. It makes sense because Secret Invasions, Marvel fan, Secret Invasions comes out June 21st. So six episodes for them takes you to the end of July. So then August, it could literally start the very beginning of August. I don't think it will. I think it's probably going to be maybe mid to late 
August. So I think this will be a fall-ish show. I've heard someone said, and I can't remember who said it was going to be eight episodes. Which kind of makes sense because if Mando's eight, I could see Ahsoka being eight episodes then. Yeah. I could I see could, it. I would like 12. I would I'm, like an Andor I mean, run. Yeah, I would take an Andor run too, for sure. <laughs> Heck yeah. But I, I mean, and real quick, again, there's so much to talk about in this trailer. Hera freaking Sindula. Hera Sindula. How'd you feel? General Hera Sindula. General. And it Hera. was, I think someone pointed out what's on her jacket is she's an admiral now. Oh, that's interesting. So she got promoted. So, because in Rogue One, Alph- Alphabet well, Squadron. Well, Alphabet. Okay, yeah, yeah, the book. She's a general. Right. So interesting. All right. I think, again, the, like there's like a five five dots or something on her. Ah. And I think that someone, I can't remember who I was listening to or watching, said that's for uh, admirals. So that'd be cool. I could see a promotion for her. Yeah, I'm. I mean, we've talked about this before. Harrison Dula is like the most powerful, genuine, loving uh, character there is. It's just she's so impactful. And um, Mary Elizabeth Winstead was talking about like it's it's big shoes to fill because she's just an all around like perfect character, you know. Um, so I'm excited. Someone said, so that so Mary Elizabeth Winston is um Hugh McGregor's wife. Right. So I someone tweeted out, it was really funny. Someone tweeted out that maybe like if Mary Elizabeth Winston was doing like, you know, some research watching Rebels, if right. Ewan was uh watching watching with her and they get to Twilight of the uh or get to Twin Sons. Yeah. It's Kenobi were small. And he'd be <laughs> And then he they they put like the gif of uh of you and saying that's fucking Obi Wan Kenobi because like, <laughs> he said that on the Graham Norton show like a, like years ago yeah. it's one of my favorite clips of all time by you and McGregor but yeah I was dying because yeah I mean just th- think about that like just her and him being in Star Wars like she's Harrison Dula he's Obi Wan Kenobi that's crazy <laughs> that's that's that's, a, that's crazy. Yeah. And then like his uncles, Wedge and Tilly's. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Their daughter Great. was in Kenobi. Remember? Was she, she played. Yeah. Oh, remember? Yeah. She, she was gonna was, sell him uh... the death stick. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Keep it in the family. I love that. I love it. But how did you feel? I know some people, and again, it's hard to, you know, Vanessa Marshall did such a good job with. Hera and Rebels. She had such a, a good, an iconic voice for it. You and I talked about that. I was, God, just put her in a suit, paint her green, man. Give me, give me her. I get it. Like they went this route. We hear Hera speak. Did the voice throw you at all? Or you're just like, whatever. I, I don't care at this point. No, the th- uh, I don't think the voice is going to throw me at all, even with uh, Sabine. Because it's not Tia Sakara. Tia Sakara, yeah. Um, where where I like feel weird about it is because you you know when you watch 
all the like rebels recons and you see behind the scenes stuff you know how invested those characters were or those those voice actors were to those characters and to this story and the storytelling that's what kind of upsets me is that they don't get to continue the path of these characters and finish that off but i mean like i said just because you're it has to translate, right? There's there's casting, there's reasons for it, there's whatever, scheduling, who knows? I don't even know. But um, political, I don't know. But um, you have to trust in the process and trust who they chose. But yeah, there there is a point where I'm like, oh man, that kind of that kind of breaks my heart a little bit because I know that they had a commitment to these characters, especially for Vanessa. Like again. Because you see it with Katie Sackhoff, right? Like, yeah. she got to be Bo-Katan, and now she is Bo-Katan, and that is huge. It's huge. And you're going to do it with Lars Mikkelsen for yeah. Thrawn as yeah. well, too. So it's like, why can't you do it? But that's really none of our business, I guess. No, you're right. No, I mean, shoulda, woulda, couldas, or, you know, again, as as fans of Rebels, too, I think that's a little bit of my bias is that, I loved Vanessa Marshall as Hera. She did such a good job. Her voice is so good. And just when she even does that little like accent, um, sometimes when she goes back to it, like it's really good. But yeah, again, whatever the reasons, right? It is what it is. But she looked good. Like hair, like costume wise, everything. Yeah. I loved it. Great. Loved it. I think Sabine looked great. I think so too. I liked it, and i I know there's a whole little thing with with that. Like I've seen on Twitter where who you know what the ethnicity of Sabine really is. Like I'm not going to get into that stuff, but I understand it. Like I know, I know that it's important to certain people, and so they're not like super excited of like that whole aspect of it. Not that not of who they got, but just I guess the aspect of Ethnicity. Changing those yeah. ethnicity. Uh, and, you know, it goes back to representation, and we talk about that. So yeah. I understand. Yeah. No, I, I get it. I get it. And I know Tia Sakara has, if you look at some Twitter posts lately, she I think she's kind of made that a little bit of a point. Yeah. Which is, again, that's fine. It is what it is, right? What are you going to do? But I'm excited. I'm excited to see Sabine. I'm excited to see Hera. And we saw our boy, Chopper. I can't wait to see him in, like, live action. Me neither. <laughs> I want the hijinks. I need <laughs> Chopper hijinks. I need him to hit a droid out a ship. When I we need were, him to do that stuff. When we were watching the, the trailer, um, my family was watching it. And I was like, oh, there's Chopper. And my sister's like, who's Chopper? And uh, my nephew was like, only like the best droid. And she was like, better than R2? And he's like, yeah. So I was like, yes, percent Chopper. Alex, Alex knows. knows. Alex knows Chopper. Jennifer, then why didn't you make him in Galaxy's Edge if he's the best? <laughs> Shut up, Jen. <laughs> Chopper's the best. Chopper's I, the best. I, I need him to like be that like you know hit somebody like hit another like i need it's just i need the hijinks i need the hijinks i'm assuming feloni's gonna do the voice again how can you not 
I would think so. Right. It'd be fun. Obviously, he probably will have fun with it. But yeah, the two, I mean, those two characters, those two like orange bladed characters are new. Yeah, the orange blade was weird. It's going to be interesting because, again, I know that Filoni has went on and went, I can't remember who he was talking to, but he said that, you know, it, there's a purpose for it. There's a reason. And that, you know, the characters might seem one way, but aren't really. So it's going to be, fa- I'm just fascinated to see what they do with this show. And then, again, and then, Rosario Dawson, again, I know people's got problems with her and legal stuff. And I'm not here to talk about that stuff right now. I'm here to talk about the Ahsoka character themselves, herself. I cannot wait to see what they do with Ahsoka in her story. Like, I think this is to bring her from where she started to now is, is insane. It me. is. It's insane. And I, again, I think Rosario's doing a good job. Again, I'm not. I do too. I think I'm she's not, committed not, to it. Yeah. Yeah. I think she's a fan. I mean, they they brought it up again how she pretty much like manifested it herself because someone did some fan art and Dave Filoni saw it. So I like it. Yeah, and I and they they said in the panel that they they heard people's um, issues with her tent uh, with her uh, mantras. Is that what they're called? Can't remember what they're called. And, like, they said they really fixed, like, they worked hard on getting it right. The outfits look good. The white sabers look clean. Like, there was an Inquisitor in there at some point. Like, I know. There's a lot happening, kids. <laughs> there's a lot happening. I mean, just seeing Hera fly the freaking Phantom. Dude. And the Phantom looks good, too. And that uh, B-Wing. Yeah. Oh, there's some good stuff. And then, yeah. You brought it up. Mom Mothma. I know. Genevieve O'Reilly. <laughs> Love it. Oh, uh, and then the one the one person next to her was uh, Kaz's dad. Shut up. Yes. Oh, my God. I, ca- I had to rewatch Resistance. I couldn't remember if they survived. I think they did survive. We thought they were. I know there's that. There's On a big Prime? Yeah, well, I think he did. They did, right? Because I think we find that out in, in that the second season that his parents did weren't there. Yeah. But it something. was like okay. fishy why they weren't there. Remember? Yeah, 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 yeah. I got to rewatch that because that's a good show. Again, Resistance, good stuff. I like that. Yeah. But yeah, uh, the Ahsoka panel, again, yeah, they just, the big thing was that Lars was thrown. And I can't wait to see our, our, our blue boy. <laughs> Thrawn is one of my favorite villains. In all Star Wars. Me too. 100%. And we're going to do a whole podcast on him as we head into Ahsoka after Mando finishes up. Because I think that I think there's a lot of fun stuff that we, we can talk about before that. Okay, so the next big thing that um, we're going to talk about. Remember when you said this was going to be a short episode? Yeah, I know. I lied because there's too much <laughs> stuff. Listen, just, we didn't, even, we didn't even talk about the third movie, Lauren. Oh, crap. We did it, didn't we? <laughs> no. Okay. So, sir, all right. So, Ahsoka, Dave Filoni, we connected it. Okay. Let's go back to that then, because that's a <laughs> big news. It's the third movie of what we're doing, and it's being directed by Miss Charmaine uh, Obin-Chinoy, I think is how you pronounce it. I could be wrong, and I apologize. 
But she is going to be doing a movie in the New Jedi Order era. And Andrea? Ray, yeah. Mother Effin Skywalker, is back. Daisy Ridley. Daisy Ridley is coming back. Your thoughts? Excited. Uh, Well-deserved. Uh, let's put some of the haters to rest. You know, R.I.P. Fanboy tears. You know, yep. sip, yep. sip, sip a sipper <laughs> on your fanboy tears. Yep. Ain't no sequel trilogy getting retconned. Ray Skywalker gonna have her own Jedi class. Jedi Master. Ooh, Jedi Master. Ray Skywalker is what they're saying. Oh. Let me get my mug. Where is it? Yeah, where where's our <laughs> mug? So the big thing with this though, too, is so yeah, it's 15 years post Tross. Uh the Rise of Skywalker. And it is her obviously building a new order. And there are forces. That don't want her to do that. Makes I'm intrigued. Sense. Let's I'm go. Excited. I'm let's go. Having her come back, A, amazing. B, we get to see that beautiful yellow lightsaber. Freaking can't wait. And C, what forces? Well, who is trying to stop her from doing the to rebuilding? I mean, what I've learned what from yeah, reading the High Republic know. is there are so many evil forces out there that that these creators have came up with that I point. can't even come up with. So whatever it's going to be, it's going to be legit, you know, and it doesn't have to be the Sith and it doesn't have to be uh, the Empire. It, it, it can be other things. So I'm excited to see what that is. First thing yeah. I'm like, is Finn is are we going to get uh, John Boyega back? Oh, I hope so. Me too. If that that's the only one I, I think. I think Oscar Isaac would come back. I do. Listen, I'm going to be honest. I don't want Oscar Isaac coming back if he's going to be a love interest of Ray. I will. Not, that will be one thing I'll be like, no, thank you. No. That's fair. That's so fair. whoever is listening, whatever deep state is listening to our podcast right now, please Which take my not. request. <laughs> we are not a deep stated podcast. <laughs> Listen, if I... If I knew someone at Lucasfilm was listening to us, I'd probably, I would just go insane. I mean, I know, I, I don't know. Well, anyway, no. No one listens not, to us. We're no, not shills. No one. Yeah. We weren't at Star We're Wars not. Celebration. We right. literally watched the shit on our phones. At six o'clock in the morning, like I did. <laughs> so. But yeah, I, I'm excited to see where they go with this. I'm excited that Daisy's back. Again, I if Oscar's in on it, cool. I really want Boyega back, though. I really want John. And I think he deserves, after what he went through during the sequel trilogy, and how, you know, obviously that article came, came out, like, a, a while back, of the treatment and, like, how, you know, things went down, weren't the best. I hope they can get him back and it can be resolved or, you know, repaired. Yeah. They need to repair that. Cause he's a, he's a good actor. Yeah. And he loves star Wars. Like he is genuinely a fan. I know. So give that guy, let him be a freaking Jedi. Like he's supposed to be. 
and have him and Ray like rebuild the stuff. I'm in. I'm in. Let's go. Yeah. So we'll see. I, I hope I hope it's I hope they bring those two back. If not, if it's just Ray and like, I don't know, Padawans and whatever, and she's figuring I'm fine with it. Grogu. I know people said that. Lauren, get on the Grogu train. I, I, choo choo. I don't know if he again, he already passed on being a Jedi. Right? I so guess. why would he go back again? I mean, he can't change his mind. Okay, and, and here's the thing, though, with that. I don't know if, if in, in all honesty, not that not that they wouldn't do it, but, like, I, I think Favreau and Filoni would have a hard time letting that guy get into a different project without them being a part of it. Does that make Probably. sense? Yeah. So I put the Grogu, you know, I mean, I'd be for it, but let's temper the expectations, people, because I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah, I don't think it's, I mean. I would love it. I would love it. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, do you do you think it would happen? I mean, it could, but. I don't know. I'm for it. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. But I'm just excited. I mean, really, in all honesty, Daisy Ridley coming back. That's huge. Freaking amazing. So again, we. I mean, this was a, a while back. We talked about how there were. Rumored meetings. She was at Lucasfilm. Hey, man, those were legit. I said at the time, I'll wait until it's like confirmed, and this confirms it that it was that it was it was it was something, right? It wasn't just a hey, how you doing? That I initially thought like, hey, listen, I I don't want to speculate. I, let's let's let I want to let's wait till something gets confirmed. It's fun to think that ooh. You know, she was she was in she was in Lucasfilm. She was there having lunch with Kathy. Like, okay, cool. I love it. Yeah. Now it's true. Now it there's a reason why she did it. And according to Kathleen Kennedy, this has been in development for a while. For a while. So I feel like this movie might be the first one to come out. I feel like it could be this movie. Then Mando, then Mangle's movie. Mm. What's your thoughts? I think it's going to be the Filoni movie. Okay, this is what I think. I think it might be the Dawn of the Jedi first. And then it's going to be Filoni's movie. Because what's happening right now in the Mandoverse is getting you to the sequel trilogy. It's not set up yet. Right. Right. I I agree with that. I don't think So I think... I think that will be the last one. I can I think, see that. I don't know. I mean, I can see that. You could, I don't know. I I think that I th- I think it would be again from my understanding the you know the 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 writer that the writer that left and all that stuff has been connected to this uh the the Chinoy movie. I feel like that was the one that's supposed to come out earlier. So that's why I just think this movie is coming out. And I feel like, again, you bring out Daisy to say, hey, it's coming. And it's coming kind of soon. That's that's just the vibe I get. That's just the vibe I feel. So I feel like it would be this. And then I feel like Mando, because I feel like maybe we get another season, maybe two, but at least at least a, 
season four of Mando. And then maybe another season of Ahsoka. And then the big movie. I did find it interesting that there wasn't talk about another season of Mando. Is there another season of Mando? Well, Favreau has said he's already started writing. Okay. So, like, it's it's out there that, yeah, it's, it's coming. Now, whether or not that they actually need to use season four to connect this movie, maybe, maybe not, right? But, and who knows? These movies, this movie could be the first in the trilogy. Like, Mando could be, like, the heir to the Empire trilogy, like you said, Ange. Could. Yeah, but where it goes, I don't want to go there. Well, right. I mean, again, they could maybe... Con- Shrink it down to maybe a, a singular more idea than like the trilogy, the, the yeah. book trilogy, for sure, for sure. But yeah, I think Mango. I think the Mango movie. The only reason I say that one's last is because he's he had confirmed that he's doing Swamp Thing and he's writing that and this at the same time. So like, I think he's a little busy. <laughs> so I feel like his movie's gonna come out last for uh, the Dawn of the Jedi. But I'm excited. I'm excited either way. I'm excited for these three movies. Okay, so the next thing we're going to talk about are the other shows that we uh, that they talked about at the showcase on day one. And any other final thoughts before we do move on to those three movies and or Ahsoka? No. Mm-mm. Okay. All right. And I said this was going to be a short podcast, and I lied. Yeah. So- <laughs> <laughs> we're over an hour we haven't even gotten to the some big stuff There's this is four days of star wars news so yeah i i misjudged i misjudged myself okay so for the highlights of the showcase so they talked about um a couple of obviously andor season two they showed a, i guess a real quick reel i didn't see it but everybody's super pumped for it as we are uh, the big thing, though, is they talked about um, talk about the skeleton crew first. They brought out the man, the myth, Jude Law out. And he is going to be a Jedi. I know. Well, He's a freaking he... Jedi. Uh, they didn't say that for sure, did they? They said he used the Force. To move to grab a key is mm-hmm. what I heard. I don't I know if thought, he's Jedi. I thought he confirmed he was. Maybe I'm wrong. But yeah, the the, the big thing is that he's so he or sensitive he, for sure. Yeah, he he used some the force to move a key, and then this kid says to him, "You're a Jedi," but they did not confirm whether he's a Jedi. I think he's a Jedi. I'm going with him. Because <laughs> I want Jude Law as a Jedi. Like how, how yeah, perfect I, is that? I mean, yeah. We need another Jedi in this. this Dumbledore movie. as a Jedi? <laughs> Come on. Get out of here with that. That's amazing. I love it. But no, yeah. So Jude Law is like obviously the big part of it. They brought out the kids that are going to be in this movie. And they're saying, and I and I am so excited that this is going to be it. You and I have kind of talked about how this might be the show, but like, it's gonna have that ambulance, et Goonies, like kids getting into trouble, going on an adventure, need some help type deal. And I am for it. I am so for it. I cannot wait to see what this this does 
for Star Wars. And it's in the Mando era. We know that. So how it's going to connect to that, I'm super interested. And they said, Molly and Alex said, um, Star Wars Explained. I don't know if, if Ken, no, they didn't talk about it on Force Center, but maybe it was Star Wars Explained and they were, um, you know, live tweeting. They said they thought, they thought they saw Vane. Yeah, in their show recap of Skeleton Crew, they they saw Vane. So he yeah. was one of the pirates that's in it. They said that um, it was very like Stranger Things meets Star Wars. Um, exactly what you said. The Amblin movies. So Goonies, E.T. feel, 80s feel. Um, very uh, aside of the galaxy we've never seen. So like middle class families like in a nine to five job with with kids like getting through the galaxy and and you know, they end up disappearing. So it's 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 like a story we've never really had before. So, um, and you know, that that's just the type of, we love that type of storytelling. You know, we grew up on E.T. and Goonies and all of that as well. And that's the way we used to play. <laughs> we were those kids. So um, I'm excited for it. Yeah, no, I'm I'm super excited for it, and I know they did. Um, that's why I'm bringing up the list of the directors for this because they did drop those names, and they did the Ahsoka ones too. Okay, so um, the directors for the show are John Watts, John Watts. I'm sorry, John Watts, David Lowry, the Daniels who did Everything Everywhere All at Once, uh, Jake Shriver, Bryce Dallas. Howard and Lee Isaac Chung, who both did some Mando stuff. I love the set. I love the the vibe of those directors. Yeah. I can't wait to see what that's they hot. Do. I mean, yeah, that is hot. That's really hot. I mean, any anyone kind of like really jump out at you? Like, ooh, I can't wait to see what they do. Uh, the the Daniels, um, from Everything Everywhere All at Once. I mean, definitely a a different tone of any kind of star Wars, anything we've ever seen. So that will be interesting. Um, not that I think like it's going to encompass like what they've done before. I heard like uh, Ken and Joseph talking about how the Daniels said that they like are fans of tech. So they feel like they got involved in star Wars just to be able to experience things like the volume and the kind of tech that working for Lucas Lucasfilm like gives you. So um, I'm really interested to see how, how that's going to be. It sounds awesome. Yeah, no, I'm super excited for it. Again, Dice Barrels Howard with kids. Like, come oh, on. Like, like, come on. It's going to be perfect. so good. And then Lee Isaac Chung did a good episode of Mando recently. So yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. And then obviously John Watts, Spider-Man, all that, like, perfect. Can't wait. Really good set. Really good. Really good set of directors. And then real quick, just to touch on it, the Ahsoka directors, talk about fire. Peter Ramsey, who just did the, um, the pirate episode, I believe. Yeah. Is it him? Or, yeah. Of the Mando. He's doing it. Steph Green is Steph doing Green. Ahsoka. That was my favorite oh. that I saw. I was like, yes. Yeah. I can't wait for that. Because Jennifer, her, her uh, episode of Book of Boba Fett was by far the best episode in that series. Oh, I agree. That second episode was fire. 
hundred percent. You and I have talked about that. Yeah, it's so good. So uh, Peter Ramsey, Steph Green, Jennifer Getzig, uh, Getziger, Gita Pet, uh, Patel, and Rick Famuweya, and obviously Dave Filoni. Dave Filoni <laughs> and Dave Filoni, obviously. So that's again fire directors. Can I'm excited for all that. Um, so those were announced during the the showcase and at the Soka panel. So those are the directors for the Skeleton Crew, which I'm super excited for. Can't wait to see what they do. I think it's going to be a really fun vibe. I'm excited for the show. Any final thoughts, Ange? Then I want to get into the Acolyte. No, I'm excited for it. Yeah, no, I'm super pumped. So then we have the Acolyte. The more Leslie Headland talks, the more I lean in. I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait. She just gets it. She gets it. I tweeted about I tweeted this. She gets it on a spiritual and just like a spiritual level of Star Wars. For her to walk out on stage and say for light and life, like oh, come dude. on. And have a Wookiee Jedi. Come on. And have Jonas be the Wookiee Jedi? Come on. <laughs> it's so good. It's so, so good. I can't wait. I mean, she said her influences were, you know, Kurosawa, a lot of what George was into. Like, she just, guys, she gets it. Dude, she gets it so much. I cannot wait for this show. And, like, her whole thing of, like, she wanted, like, her pitch to Kathleen Kennedy, Frozen? Meets Kill Bill. What does that even mean? What is that? I mean, that sounds amazing. Like a coming of age story, like to figure out where you're going, light side, dark side, and then to put some badass martial arts in there too. I can't and, wait. And then I forgot. I was listening to Star Wars Explained recap and they were talking about the footage that they saw and that Carrie Ann Moss is in there. I mean, right. Carrie Ann Moss, The Matrix. I mean, you got to know this choreography is going to be legit. Lights, lights out. I mean, I was listening to Ken and I think even Alex and Molly too. Like, it's Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon type of stuff that they saw with the Force. Dude, give it Dude. to me now. I cannot I wait. I can't wait. Can't wait. And then she even went on the when she they brought her on to the last um, the celebration live stage and she got him again everybody got emotional, emotional. on that stage man she got emotional saying star wars saved her life you know she grew up as you know a prequels fan george you know just his vision she just like she just freaking gets it you know and then a big thing for your high republic fans is um they are bringing in that character let me pull it up real quick Fernesta Rowe. Ernesto Rowe. Thank you Dang. very much. Dang. I mean, again, for her to say for light and life, for her to just acknowledge, like, I guess what happened too is at the High Republic panel, after, like, they, you know, because they, they did stream it, but then they cut it. And I guess after that, she showed up. She talked to how she, like, how she's a huge fan of the writers of the High Republic. She's a big fan of the High Republic themselves. That's why she kind of wanted to work in kind of that arena and then that's when she dropped the whole Vern uh, Vernesta thing bro 
and I guess and I th- and who's playing it is her wife, I think. Really? Yeah, the actress I think that is playing Vernesta is if I'm not mistaken is um is Leslie's wife, I thought, or girlfriend, I th- or wife, I can't remember. I love it. Apologies, but yeah. That's pay- like four again, high republic fans. That's huge, man. That's huge. That's big. Really big. And again, it just shows how much she cares and how much she's tapped into the to the fandom a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Like, she just gets it. And I just, oh, I can't, I can't wait. And yeah, the footage, everybody was saying the footage just looks insane. You know, and I'm just, oh, I'm excited. Like, I just cannot wait. And this is coming out in 2024. That's all we know, I believe, is from what I can tell, is 2024. Yeah, they're That's not it. done filming, I guess. Yeah, so... I think she said they're they yeah they're gonna wrap up soon, but yeah, they're not done yet. That they're gonna wrap up soon, and then it should be a year of post production. So we're guessing August of next year, 2024. They were saying maybe. Well, I know that's Andor. I know Andor was halfway done. Gilroy said. And that, yeah, that's right. It's following; they're following that projection projection of what they did last time. So, yeah, that's right. You're right. But the acolyte, though, I don't. I thought that I don't know if they're even done yet, though. I thought they might still be filming. I think. Uh, let me see. But yeah, there. That is. It is 2024. Yeah, coming 20. It just says coming 2024. But. I, it just I'm I'm so excited to see what they do. I mean, this is following like again, her pitch of Frozen meets Kill Bill and she wanted to write something about villains. Yeah, you know, in the perspective sh- of a villain. So I can't wait. awesome. Yeah. I, it makes so much sense. So I guess coming people- out of the High Republic into the Phantom Menace is like where we're gonna be living in that time. Right. And to have a Wookiee Jedi gonna be live action. I mean, come on. Like, can you just imagine seeing a Wookiee with, a, like, a live... We've seen it in Clone Wars and stuff. But to see a live-action, like, Jonas tall, Chewie tall, Black or Satin tall with a lightsaber? It's going to be amazing. And it can move stuff because they're Force-sensitive? Are you kidding me with that? Like, that's going to be so cool. I can't wait. I'm so glad Jonas is doing it, though. Yeah, because he's he's a big Star Wars fan, also. Huge, you know. I'm excited too. Yeah, I'm. Acolyte is, it's up there for me. It's up there. I, I can't wait for that show. Can't wait for that show. So yeah, I mean, Skeleton Crew looks is gonna be fun. Acolyte's gonna be great. I can't wait for those two shows, for sure. And then the last bit of news that we're gonna talk about real quick is Visions Volume Two. Officially announced today. I know you and I are both huge, huge fans of the Visions. Really loved it. Uh, they had a trailer drop. They have nine brand new stories by nine different studios. Poster looks fire. The animation, it just looks, it looks good. <laughs> it looks good. I can't wait. And your thoughts on Visions Volume 2. Coming out in May, too. Coming out in May. May the 4th. I'm excited for that. Um, 
yeah, I just love this style of animation and storytelling, so I'm excited for it. Little disappointed that what we saw in the trailer wasn't like a follow-up from any of the um, episodes that we saw before. But, um, you know, I'm just excited to have more characters and stuff that we're going to fall in love with. So a lot of it looked crazy. The animation it. just looked all over, but it looked cool. Like, it looks... Yeah, looks there's a good. lot of cool styles. There's the... um, What is that? Is it um, stop motion? What yeah, there was a stop motion one. Yeah, like the Grimace... Is it Grimace and... Uh... Uh, Gromit and yeah. uh, what's his name? Yeah. yeah. Very cool. That's cool. Yeah, that looks cool. I mean, just, yeah. Oh, it's going to be fun. Again, May 4th, that's, they're dropping it all, all nine at once. Very excited for that. It looks cool. And I, I mean, I hope we get more. And then they also, real quick, they did announce Tales of the Jedi. Filoni did announce Tales of the Jedi. That's Season right. Season two is coming. So we're, I don't know, they didn't say when, but. He said he and has her, written. It didn't say who either. Like, yeah. what's your prediction on who that's going to be? Oh, my favorites right now, I would love Quinlan Vos and Ventress. Because you could really intersect those you could. two. You could. Bro, and you could tell the Ooh. Dark Disciple story. Ooh. <laughs> I think that'd be great. My other one would be um, Grand Inquisitor from Rebels. We know he was a temple guard. That's right. I would love that. And then pit, like pin that with like a Jocasta new. Ooh. I think that'd be fun. What about you? What What are some of your thoughts? I'm going to take your thoughts and uh, I'm going <laughs> to go with them. <laughs> Clearly, I've thought about this a lot. Yeah. I think, be, yeah, you could do a lot of fun stuff, though. I know. I and, like that series. Yeah. I mean, and Dave is one that did like. He said in in the panel that they announced it, he said that, you know, it was kind of his way to just kind of get back with, like, his friends in animation. But he had so much fun doing it that he's like, oh, I got, a couple, you know, I can do some more. So, I mean, anybody's on the table, really. He could do a Plo, he could do a Plo Koon. He could do whatever he wants. I know. So it'd be Fisto. fun to see. Yeah, Kate Fisto, Kate Fisto. You know what I would love, too? Is Mother uh, Towson. Yeah. Like Night Sister stuff. Mm. I mean, you could mix that in with Ventress if you did it. I would like that. I would like that a lot. I don't know. I mean, he could do Yoda, but it's like, uh. Yeah, Yoda's in so much stuff. But I love Yoda. Right. I mean, who wouldn't want more Yoda stuff, you know? He could do a young Obi Wan. That'd and be kind of fun. Yeah. Qui Gon yeah, but... and Obi Wan. Ooh, now Qui Gon would be a good Qui Gon. One. I that that could be a pretty good story to tell because it wasn't really clear how sometimes against the Jedi Order he was. So that would be a good one to kind of throw out there. Yeah, I mean, as, we're assuming that he does like one good, one bad, right? Because that's what he did with this one. Maybe. Maybe he doesn't even go that route. You know, it's Tales of the Jedi, so maybe he maybe he doesn't go that way, you know? Yeah. But I would love... Yeah, I, I'm just glad we're getting more, honestly. Because the first season was so fun. I'm glad we're getting the second season, for sure. 
All right, Ange, uh, any last thoughts on all the news? Anything you want to bring up? Anything we missed? Because there was so much. What do you got? Uh, some The High Republic stuff was pretty good. Them talking about yeah. Phase 3, um, how many waves they're going to have in that. That was exciting. Um, some of the things that they talked about, Charles Soule said that they're going to be like lawyers. So it makes me think like Mark Ambrose maybe going to be on trial and oh my god it sounds crazy so um i'm excited for all that stuff would you think did you watch any of the jedi survivor uh stuff oh yeah uh survivor came out there's a new trailer for that um cameron monahan came out Mm -hmm. talk about ponchos (laughs) i love that bit that was so good i'm excited for that freaking game i really am i it looks amazing mechanics look insane i mean even cameron went on he's like please like he literally pleaded before he left the live the live the live stage he's like please do not spoil this yeah he he said he's like how he's like we worked so hard on this do not spoil it for anybody wow so that to me tells me that like Something big's going to happen. That's cool. And I'm just, uh, literally, I'm going to play in, like, the easiest mode so I can just get through the story and just see what happens. And then, eventually, you know, then go back and have fun and, you know, complete it and all that. But, like, that first go-around, I am completely just, you know, the easier mode, and I just want to play. I just want to get through it. I just want to get the story. I want to know what happens. So I'm excited for Jedi Survivor. And does it make you want to get a PS5 now? What are your thoughts? Come on. Do it. I don't have time. I'm telling you. Do you know how many books I read? Holy crap. Fair. We're so, I mean, I'm behind. You're behind. I am not. I am up to speed. And I am excited (sighs) about what is coming out. Yeah, I got to catch up. I got to catch up because we got, yeah. With Man After Mando, we do want to obviously do some Ahsoka, you know, lead up stuff. But we need to, yeah, I think we should do some books. Face you know, high Republic stuff because there's a lot going on. I got, I am. I'm, I'm, there's a lot going on. I'm a terrible, terrible book reader. I really am. I'm so far behind. Path of the open hand. Yeah. The nameless. There's a lot going on. I gotta get, I'll have to ask you what the, well, I'll, I'll talk to you offline about that. But yeah, uh, again, the other big news, I think, well, we mentioned it, but yeah, so 2025 is the next celebration and it's going to be in. Tokyo, Japan. I would love to go to Tokyo, Japan. I'll see you all in 2026 or 2027. <laughs> Thank you and good night. <laughs> no, I know. Here, I mean, again, as a fan of going to those, yeah, do I? Of course, I want it to be closer so I can go. Obviously, but I am. I am excited that they are going international again. I really am because, again, Star Wars has deep roots in the Japanese culture. Clearly, George was influenced by a lot of that. We talked about Kurosawa already. So it only makes sense that it would go back to Tokyo. It hasn't been back to Tokyo in like 15 years. So like, heck yeah. And you know what? Awesome. I I hope people go have a good time. I know it's closer for all my Australian mutuals. So they don't have to go, you know, too far across the pond. Japan's right there for them. Right. I love it. Fun. Go nuts, kids. I'll see you in hopefully 2026 or 2027. Like when it comes back to the States. 
And maybe you and I will finally get get to go on and have some fun. Or maybe you go and have some fun in 2025 and you go to Japan. I would never go without you. Oh, you should. No, I wouldn't. It's fun. It's fun. I know. It's, it's like a thing. I'm going to go. We'll get, yeah, we're, we're going to get you there. And, and the only, again, and it's only three days, which is kind of a bummer because the last couple have been like four. I feel like if you went Japan, like you should do like four days, <laughs> like have it four day con, but whatever, that's fine. But yeah, Japan, super excited for everybody that is able to go and going to go. You do have a whole year, kid, so save up your pennies, look in your couch covers, do Listen, all that good stuff. I'm supposed to go to Korea and see BTS reunite in 2025, okay? Japan's right there, pal. I know. Hit up Tokyo. Have some fun. I know. Have some fun with some Star Wars, because it's going to be awesome over there for sure. All right, Ange, out of all celebration, what is what was the most... What was the news that really just like you were totally shocked and not see that coming? What was like the one thing? Uh, you know, I don't think there was anything that kind of like blindsided me, but I will say that I liked the detail of Skeleton Crew because I was really lost on where that was going. So um, I that was probably like my favorite information that, that I got out of the whole thing. And and the movie news, the movie news, and and Daisy Ridley. I mean, that's where I'm at. Yeah, no, I think. I mean, that's one of the bigger takeaways is Daisy's coming back. And again, I feel like the reason that you do that is because that movie's coming out sooner rather than later, because you have a director and now you have an actor attached. So like that stuff is pushing forward. So that's why I feel like we're gonna get that. Maybe 2025. Maybe that is the 2025 movie. You never know, right? You never know with Star Wars. We'll find out, man. Yeah, we'll find out. We'll find out. But one of my, but my favorite probably reveal was Lars Mikkelsen. Huge, as the blue man himself. I can't wait. God, I can't wait to see him dressed in blue in white with the red eyes. I just, oh God, I can't. To hear his voice as Thrawn. Oh, I can't wait. Oh, I'm so happy. Oh, it's good to be a Star Wars fan. It really is right now. You know? Yeah. We're in a golden age, man. We are. Golden age. Mando's wrapping up. They showed the um they showed the next episode to exclusive people. Lots of buzz about that. Lots of buzz. Lots of buzz saying it's a action packed, so we'll see what happens on Wednesday for sure. And then, yeah, then that wraps up. And then we have until August for Ahsoka. And then I think Skeleton Crew is 2023 as well, it said. So then we got Price Skeleton Crew at the end of the year, which I am oh, excited. It's a good time, kids. Good times. All right. Uh, an hour and 40 minutes later, we talked about Celebration News. Dang. There's a lot, there's a lot to talk about. So we had to. We probably could have did the Ahsoka trailer on its own. We could have. Yeah, we could have. But it was celebration news. So, eh, and, you know, we didn't see each other this holiday. So we didn't fair. have time to, like, say, oh, my God, did you hear this? You know, this is That's our fair. only. This is it. This is what you would get if you were at a holiday <laughs> dinner. We would have been two hours at the table talking <laughs> about this easily. Like, easily. 
you guys went behind the curtain stuff. This is pretty much it. <laughs> this, this is, is it. us. This is us. At the table eating, you know, cheese and potatoes or whatever, man. Yeah. Talking Some Star Wars. Sewn eggs. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yep. That would have been us. Would have been us, but now it's over here in your ears, kids, for listening. So there you go. All right. That's it. That's the show. Hope you guys enjoyed our celebration recap. We're super excited. Cannot wait for the future Star Wars. It looks good. Uh, so we have this episode, and then we will have our Bad Batch finale. Plus, obviously, there was some, there were some bad, there was some Bad Batch news, which we'll talk about then. That was um, said at celebration, so we're saving that for that. And then we have our Mando uh, episode six, and then we're probably gonna do episode seven recap together. Yeah. So get ready. Different. We got we got a lot to talk about. We are busy. So much Star Wars that we are recording a lot. Just for you kids. Just for you because we care. We care so much. All right, guys. You can follow us at the Galactic Pod on Twitter. And you can follow our, listen to our episodes on Apple Pod, Google Play, Spotify, all the major platforms. Go give us a rate and review. We just got one uh, recently. Nice. It was very nice. I posted it on our Galactic Pod Twitter account. Thank so you. thank you. Thank you for ever did that. Yeah, we, we appreciate it. And you can follow me, Lauren Romo, at Knows on Twitter and Hive. You can follow me, Andrea Gutierrez, on at R2. Dang it, I lost it. Where what is my what is my account? R2 at R2D Two Step. Two Step on Twitter. You know, it's like a combination of Star Wars and Dave Matthews together. There you go. Don't follow it, me. <laughs> and she tweets a lot about BTS. So there you go. I do. All right, guys. Thanks as always, and may the force be with you. Always. Always. always.